here we go we are live thank you and um thank you for for getting up at this crazy hour if you're in central time if you're in you know ist that this is like late afternoon for you and but we still yes. appreciate hanging out and and talking about uh movies with us the last episode of spotlight india of 2024 oh wait 2023 i'm completely uh discombobulated <laughs> as you can tell um i think i'm uh, shosh what yes, have i frozen <laughs> yes you're frozen yeah Oh boy. Okay. I think the, the December yeah. uh, the December uh, winter is, you know, really hitting, you know, making me frozen. But... There is something <laughs> going on talk. with my yeah, with my camera. Hold on one second. I'm going to try something if you can still hear me. Joshua, why don't you tell me how your year 2023 has been winding down? How you been? Uh yes, yeah, so like first of all again, thanks for having me and you know, it's always great to be back at this show Spotlight India. So it's 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 the only live stream kind of thing which i like my first live stream which i've done uh, with you so 2023 was about that you know it was uh, okay guys i think the host only left so you have to wait for a little bit but uh, anyways we are just waiting for the host to come uh so here i am <laughs> Yeah. Yes. I, I. 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 The host went out. Like you know, the, it was. It was only me and your show. So well, <laughs> I. 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 I had hijacked it for a little bit. <laughs> no. No. I appreciate that. When. Uh, fun fact for anyone using Streamyard: if you go to your settings to try and adjust your camera, it will in fact exit you from the studio, which I didn't know. <laughs> um, I was trying yeah. to re reconnect. Um, so I'm back now. But um, yeah. So how is how's your 2023 winding down, sir? Um, 2023 well uh, like it, to be very honest if i kind of put it in metaphorically especially for srk fans like me it has been the year of srk so like we started with pathan in january then in the middle of the year there was jawan and then it's uh, towards the end of it there's donkey so it's it's like the entire year has been all about shahrukh khan in like like different part different times of the year different shahrukh khan films so that is a like all the Shahrukh Khan films from 2023 have been a journey of a sort. So I was just thinking the other day, you know, like uh, how was I like like how much different uh, and what all changed from when Patan released and when Dunkey released, and you know that's that like it's it's a very weird metric, but you know for Indian film fans who are SRK fans, that's a kind of a very <laughs> that that's you know that's a very interesting metric uh, to. Say because you know because this has been the year of SRK films and apart from that even for Indian cinema, uh, this has been a very good year because a lot of people returned to film theaters so there were more people watching movies in the theaters as compared to the OTT platform so it has been a good year for Indian films and I am hoping that you know in 2024 also you know we are only able to you know grow further as an industry and as a as a film industry as well as the world film industry uh, like the uh, worldwide the film industry is growing so like i think that slowly and slowly the effect of the covid uh, that hit is reducing a little bit uh but uh and especially for as i told you know like indian cinema was suffering a very bad kind of a curse where you know there was no box office collections happening theaters were empty and where, even though there were big stars but Shahrukh khan is the man who broke the entire uh, you know, the entire broke the entire curse with Pathan and you know ending the year with Dunkey and I'm so kind of you know it's it's so exciting that yeah I'm going to talk about Dunkey. So I, I by the way again a spoiler alert but like I, I saw it three times already Dunkey. I don't know how many more times I'll watch it. <laughs> so that that is again a norm I followed. So every Shahrukh Khan film which released this year I have seen it minimum three times in the theaters. Then in OTT that's a different thing. So. Well, and I'm I'm glad you did because you know I saw it the, earlier this week. It's also very early, so again, I'm going to be relying on you for to fill in some of the details that I might have missed or misremembered. Um, but no, it's it is fascinating because you know for Spotlight India, this is you know our kind of breakout year talking about uh, you know films you and I, and you've introduced me yeah. to to Shah Rukh Khan, um, and it's just kind of fitting that. You know, as we mentioned, his career was kind of in a in a weird place until 2023, yes. and then he comes out with three films, not only three films that do well and say, oh, maybe he can come back and be a big star in this in this kind of new genre, but three huge blockbuster films. I mean, they've exactly. they've broken records. I think almost all of them, if not if I'm not mistaken. Yes, 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 all of them, mostly. Um, 
And uh, and uh, I'm happy to say that I've seen two out of the three. Not only just yes. having seen them, but it, but in theaters, um, I discovered yes. that the uh, the you know there's a an Indian cinema near my house, uh, but there's also the AMC that's you know kind of closer to my house. Uh, they show a lot of Indian films, so I was able to see uh, Jawan a couple months ago, and then I just saw Dunkey uh, the other night, yes. and I was. When I saw Jawan, it was like an early afternoon screening, and I think there was like three other people in the theater. Um, when I went to see Dunkey the other night, it was, I think, 8 p.m., or no, 7 p.m., and the place was at least half full. I mean, that's to say it was packed. Like, the, the very front rows, there was nobody sitting there, but the back yeah. rows, like, it was full, and everyone was just having a great time. And for the first, I think, three or four appearances of Shah Rukh Khan on screen. Yes. There are yeah, people yeah, yeah. in the very back, like, yelling out and cheering, yeah, like being yes, at a sporting exactly. event. <laughs> so, 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 like, this is what I was like, you, you got to finally experience that euphoria when a star comes on screen, especially, like, uh, Indian uh, film stars, when they come on screen, it's like that. And it's, it's a very interesting and fun fact because, you know, Dunkey is not the kind of the film where, there's a lot of those heroic moments where, you know, like Jawan had a lot of those whistling, like kind of moments where if you, uh, if you would have seen Jawan in a packed theater, the experience would have been entirely different because every two other scenes, there is Shah Rukh Khan entering with a very loud BGM and it's, it's, it's very cool. And, you know, it's, it's a, it's a totally badass kind of a uh, atmosphere and the, like the entire atmosphere of the uh, movie hall was different, but Dunkey was, you know, there was just only one in, like one glimpse of him, like you know, just uh, where uh, they like the senior citizens were going to race and then just looking out from the train. So, but even though, even though, like that is what actually shows his, uh, like shows how much fans love him, like how much people love him, because even without any like any heroic entry shot or anything, people were like they gone crazy. Even in my theater, I saw the first day first show. It was an early seven thirty a.m. morning show, and I had uh, seen that. And it was a full house, by the way. It was full house. Because what happens is that in India, like, uh, there are many, as I told before in the episode, like, in the previous episodes also, that there are many fan clubs of these big, big stars. And these fan clubs organize screenings for their members and everything. And apart from that, like, it's not that you have to be a member to be uh, part of the screening, but uh, these fan clubs come. So... Uh, they start preparations from 5, 4 a.m. in the morning. They do a little bit of rituals and they do puja. Uh, they like there are there are like eight foot, uh, like eight feet tall kind of you know they are like uh, cutouts of Shah Rukh Khan where where which is worshipped. Then uh, they go to the theater and it's 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 like a whole festival kind of a thing, which uh, which happens. And the same thing happened for Dunkey. Now you've seen <clears throat> Dunkey three times. Yeah, it's a very now I haven't seen Pathan, but it's a very different kind of movie from from what I understand mm-hmm. Pathan to be and certainly what Juwan is. Yes. Uh, was did you enjoy it all three? I mean, you've seen it three times, so I imagine you have. But mm-hmm. being that it's more, I think, comedic and dramatic, certainly mm-hmm. than and more probably socially conscious, I think is probably yes. right around and in line with what Juwan was trying to do. But Juwan, I think, yes. was more. Uh, the messaging was a bit more of subtext rather than text. And Donkey, mm. it's it's all over. It's all over the film. Uh, did you mm. was your experience of it? Did it, did you appreciate it still after all three times and make you want to see it more? Or how is it different for you each time? Uh, yeah. So basically, like uh, again, you know, there's a little bit of context over here. So a few months back in our spotlight, India only we may we talked about a film called Three Idiots. You remember? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. So oh, I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So, Three Idiots director was Rajkumar Hirani, who is the director of Dunkey. So, three, Rajkumar Hirani is having a trademark style of, you know, conveying the some of the most complex concepts in the easiest of words. So, something like illegal migration, which is such a serious topic in general, was conveyed in a very light manner, which could be, you know, which uh, like a lot of people now are talking about the donkey roots. Like donkey is something. Okay, so basically donkey is donkey, the English word donkey, which the people in mostly living in the Punjab, uh, Punjab and the northern, northern part of India, they pronounce it. So in India, again, it's a land of diversity. So 
every uh, part of the country is having their own kind of local dialect in which they speak so let's say like for us like for bengalis there's a different uh, kind of a dialect and speech you know like we uh, we don't uh, pronounce properly the word v it's mostly b so it's uh, so if there is a uh, if if somebody's name is vidya it's it's mostly vidya in bengali that's how it's pronounced so that's one thing so so similarly for punjab uh, and uh, like where the word donkey comes from is like it is a donkey root and donkey donkey which is kind of pronounced as donkey so it basically means donkey right so the donkey so that's the first thing so uh, so yeah i'm kind of restarting but anyways i was just telling it to you for context so that was the no, it's, first it's, it's uh, funny because um i when i went to a, a church back in the 90s we had a pastor mm. who i think he was from pennsylvania and he pronounced yeah. donkey donkey <laughs> It was, oh wow! It was very. It was very. I don't know if it, it's probably not similar, but it may be a regional thing, just the way yeah, you pronounce it. It's, it's, it's exactly a regional thing. It's exactly a regional thing. So, uh, so, 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 like, uh, so, donkey is something. Uh, so that is the story behind donkey. So it's the donkey route which you saw as an illegal route to go from one country to another country. Uh, so the thing is that donkey was also a Rajkumar Hirani film in its most kind of you know in its uh, it's very trademark and Rajkumar Hirani style. So if you want to draw a parallel with uh, Three Idiots, the role of Sukhi is similar to that role of the guy who actually ended up uh, taking up uh, taking up his life because he could not uh, successfully pass the uh, in exam due to making his drone okay then there is the scene of uh, them in the uh, uh, like you know there in three days there was a scene where uh, rancho and his friends are caught by in the seminar hall by the professor and uh, raju is drunk the same thing is happening in over here also where they're telling to tell in english that you know uh, what way like they were, like you know they were talking about yeah, talk about roosters of Punjab and you know so all these uh, the, these were all like by the way these were very much funny in Hindi because it's more of a again it's a language so uh, the native language it's even more funny 10 times kind of more funny but um, even like by the way they did a great job with the subtitling part of it because even in India they were playing the shows with English subtitles so songs and everything were subtitled so I think like the subtitles was very good so even if you don't know the language so it, it was not an issue at all but um, so um, when you see when we when i was watching donkey it was not in my mind yes there was definitely shahrukh khan it was a shahrukh khan movie there definitely is but it was not something it, it is not something uh, it, it's also rajkumar hirani film so my mind was already conditioned like in fact most of the viewers minds were already conditioned that they are in for a kind of a surprise and a different kind of a storytelling uh, which is why uh, and apart from this you know the content where, which is like a very different uh, which is a very different thing but told in such a uh, jolly and simplistic and emotional manner um, it it was entirely it was a very kind of a different you know it was a wild ride of emotion so like in, in the opening scene when he the when manu is wanting a cigarette from the uh, ward boy and you know, she's running away so all these small 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 kind of things which are happening all of this made the entire experience of watching the film very very you know very uh, fun uh, and it's it's a very interesting thing because i saw it three times the third time when i was watching it i was able to notice a lot of you know a lot of easter eggs and the attention to the detailing which they had already done during the entire film uh, like in the entire film so there is a lot of details in even like in the props which were made and uh, if if you if you see those uh, uh, english writings like you know like the guarantee visa the first office where they were going the spellings are wrong and and the the funny fact is that it's all true you know if you actually visit uh, those parts of punjab and those parts of india in fact where there are many people wanting to go abroad to settle that is actually the truth you know there are many people who are scamming other people like this uh, because uh, okay even even like even uh, even uh, geetu's english classes was a kind of a scam place only one out of the entire class got and he was only going to record them so it was very it, it was very true thing and even though now the now india is a very different uh, uh, kind of a, like the mindset has changed and everything in there but uh, the story was taking place in 1995 where uh, most of uh, you know where the only thing was that uh, you know you you uh, the india was slowly opening up so most of the people wanted to go abroad and settle abroad because that was kind of like the american dream which is which like which is there for any country so all of this was portrayed in such a nice manner and such a light 
hearted manner and and one more last thing which is that shahrukh khan is always known for taking like risks and doing experiments so if you see his other films like swades and zira like fan like fan we even talked about fan um, oh yeah, yeah rawan so all of these are experiments which you don't actually you know you don't actually think you will see a very big star doing it so it's a movie like that you know e- even if this uh, so uh we as an audience because we have seen shahrukh khan so many times we're like yeah this is actually shahrukh khan not only the star but shahrukh khan the actor so everybody after seeing two action films of shahrukh khan back to back and there was so much saturation of action content coming out in this year that it was a breath of fresh air for families to go to christmas and in this uh, year end kind of the holiday season and you know just was there uh, like watch shahrukh khan the actor and and he acted amazingly over there like the emotional scenes and everything were top notch so overall it was like a great experience it is like it's very it's different from dunkey and uh, so it's different from jawan as well as uh, patan but it's definitely you know it's it's definitely something which reminds you of like what shahrukh khan was shahrukh khan became an action star after patan before that it was like he was a he st- he is still a romantic star and doing these soft boy kind of roles and this was a very good uh, ode and call back to that well it's it's you know you mentioned that i mean rajkumar harmani you know three idiots was you know one of the yeah. top films that i watched this year even though it was from yeah. 10 years ago or whatever yeah. um and you know i could see how someone might as we discussed in that movie it's kind of a lighthearted comedy but there are some also dramatic themes and some real mm. you know great social commentary <clears throat> i would see still how someone might say oh i could take he's got a new movie coming out I could bring it's it's a family film. And there were families in uh Dunkey when I went to see it in the yes. theater. I was like, okay, this is going to be more of a a lighthearted kind of a deal. But there's some this play this movie goes to some dark places. Um hmm. places where I would think in sort of the American context you take your kids to see a family film and all of a sudden in the middle there's someone setting themselves on fire. uh yeah. there's you know gunfights in the desert and people dying yeah. that that and then it kind of goes back to the comedy and the and the romance yeah. it's it's all over the place in the best way i think it's very well handled but i was just struck by there were kids in the audience and from what i could tell yeah. they were you know enraptured by what they were seeing they weren't yeah. freaked out when the the kind of the yeah. shift changed there weren't a lot of you know mommy what's happening um yeah <laughs> so yes. i don't know if that's i don't know if that's a kind of a cultural thing maybe they're growing up in households that show them these kinds of you know masala yes, films where yes. they get all of that from a young age and they understand yes. how to deal with it but it was just it was cool to see i want to say um you know the opening credits there was one saying um <clears throat> and special appearance by vicky koshal I was yeah. like, oh, because I I recognize that name. We talked about him <laughs> yeah. uh, earlier this year in uh, Sardar Udum. Um, yes, correct. And and when he shows up as a student in the what what Sukhi. we might refer to, yeah, the the kind of the scam class of yeah. you know these Indian. I want to call them kids because I feel like they're supposed to be in their yeah. early twenties during the '90s scenes. Yeah, um, exactly. They're trying to learn English in order to get visas to go over to uh, to go to London, the land of yeah, opportunity. Really. And Vicky Koshal shows up as there's just like one scene of him as a student, uh, and it's kind of funny. And I thought, oh well, that's the special appearance. That's just like the cameo of this. Like, I don't know if he's mostly known as a dramatic actor, but that's how I see him because I because I saw yes, that one yes. movie. So yeah. I thought, oh, that's kind of funny. He shows up for a scene. You know, he stands up, he says something kind of funny, and then he sits down. That would be great. But no, he is an essential character for like yes. the next twenty minutes, half hour of the movie. Did not expect yes. that. um and when he in fact in fact you no know, to to add on to that in fact he is the real reason why uh, shahrukh khan's character hardy was convinced that we have to take the dunkey route because if you there is a very little uh, messaging that once uh, once geetu actually tells uh, like geetu tells uh, sukhi uh, acha by the way you should put up the spoiler context because we're mm. talking spoilers so yes we are <laughs> so... again I, i i rely on you greatly because it's early <laughs> <laughs> Let's see where yeah. where my banners. Okay, we're talking spoilers. Yes, you are. Thank yes, you. Yes, we're talking spoilers. So uh, once, like, um, so by the way, when um, uh, there is this scene before, uh, like, she gets the call from London uh, about her lover. That uh, uh, the, like, Geetu comes and tells that you know you have hit the uh, shoes um, in my. 
face but it hurt in my heart so i will uh, i have paid the donkey uh, fees for you so you will be taking the donkey the donkey route uh, so sharukh khan is the first person to say that why do you want to kill him over here you know you like uh, why, why do you want to kill him over at the borders you know are you sending him to get, get him killed or what and um, he says that you know if he goes uh, if he goes then there is a survival rate of only 20% but if he stays over here he will die 100% um uh, so then that actually happens you know he got gets the news that you know the, like she the girl uh, killed herself and uh, he then uh, dies by suicide uh, so that is the only reason when um, in that barrio scene srk tells that you know like you know uh, it's not necessary for because when uh, we were ruled by the british for 200 years they did not know about english so uh, how could they stay and our land and there was this whole monologue kind of the thing so in a way it's vicky kaushal's character only which pushed uh, sharukh khan who's a who's again an army man who his character is an an army man a very a nation loving person to you know a very nation loving person to take that illegal route because he was kind of taking revenge for his uh, like for sukhi's death as well as yeah definitely for his love for mannu and what his brother did for him and all the like all the other uh, villagers i should say like all the other Uh, people living in Lalto. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> sorry, it definitely marks a a change in the movie. I think tonally, because yes. when they decide to go that illegal route, uh, you know, into London, which is not, I mean, it's not just like you cross a border. Mm. They had to go, um, you know, there was there was trains and yes. a, a, like a horrible boat journey, yeah, uh, and exactly. then running across the desert. In was that. I can't remember. Was that? It wasn't Iran, was it, or was yeah, it? Yeah. So, like, the journey was, was like from Pakistan, Pakistan to Afghanistan, Afghanistan to Iran, Iran to Turkey, Turkey to uh, London. Right. But which was? Where were they when they kind of washed up? Yeah, it, it was. Ran, it was. They the, ran across like, the the people uh, in the, the desert the scene was in Iran. It was in that Iran. was Iran. Okay. Yeah. Um, so let, let's just for those we've got the spoiler banner up, but we've kind of talked around what the plot of this. <laughs> movie is um you know yeah. it kind of opens up with this uh, this woman named uh, Manu who's you know probably in her like early 60s i'm guessing um although she's you know it's obviously a younger actress who's made up to look older but she's yeah. in a hospital room and she decides you know she's got to get out and she tricks her way out of the hospital she's later seen in a mall going up an escalator with the kind of the iv bag you yeah. know in her hand um she goes to to find her you know two old best friends and say hey we we have to get to um we have to get back home uh to yes. india and they're like why um <laughs> but uh, she she convinces them to go and the whole the, the kind of the subtext is we spent so much time trying to get from india to yes. london you know why are we going back and she has her own personal reasons and they, they yeah, in, in fact to... all the characters had their person like they all were fed yeah. up of london they all were fed up yeah. of it and and also kind of tying into three idiots over the course of the the film we find out you know what exactly those personal you know yes. reasons are and we really get to know these characters over the course of you know three hours almost three hours um yes. which is again something that i don't see a lot of uh in kind of mainstream american movies. pictures yeah, aside yeah, yeah, yeah. from award season stuff right yeah um We, so, you know like right now like all these uh, hindi mainstream films are still even less so 2001 2002 all these kind of where where shahrukh khan was actually rising and this the average run time was around 3 hours 11 minutes to 3 hours 30 minutes that was the entire that was the that was the average kind of the so all hindi films are very long like like that is the run time well i'll i'll you know I was relieved when I saw that it was only, you know, 2:45 or whatever it was. Not that I I wouldn't mind, you know, soaking in more of the story, but it's just it's the time of the year it is, so there's a lot going on anyway. So yeah. speaking out for a quick <laughs> under 3 hours. But um you know, so, I just want to ask, you know, one more like in um, over there did they play the was there an interval because there's a there are two halves so or was they, it directly they and this happened during uh Juan 2 i don't know if it's yes. just an amc thing but they did they flashed the card that said interval but yeah, then yeah, immediately so... cut to it cut back to there was no like oh musical intermission or anything where people got up and walked around no they just cut right back into the next scene i think there was like a couple of seconds of black screen and then they opened back up with the uh, um the second oh. half 
Yeah. Oh, so I think that is mostly because like uh, over here, even in for like for all movies which happen, there is an intermission. So even like for Hollywood films which are not cut, like over there, there is no format of first half and second half. So uh, they they abruptly stop in exactly in the middle, and you get a twenty minutes break, and then you again start the film. So that that happens. Uh, okay. But Indian films are cut in different way. Indian films are having one. So the in even in even those who are learning filmmaking for especially for Indian audiences, there is an intermission point kind of a thing. If you see Jawan, so there is actually there is a very stylistic way where you know that this is where the interval will happen. For Jawan, it was when Vikram Rathod entered in and he just picks up the gun, it's saying Rathod Vikram Rathod, and he does this action, and it's then. interval is written over here even in jawan it was properly intermission card was written so all these are like these are directly written as graphics as a part of the film and later for the satellite like the tv versions and the ott versions they are changed uh, as contrast to hollywood films which are like which is just like a one single film uh, which is why in the theaters they cut it abruptly in the middle in india there is still the, that intermission thing happens right um i remember uh Quentin Tarantino when he did that western a few years ago mm. uh, hate late uh, he hate deliberately late, yeah. yeah he deliberately put an intermission uh in there um and but people saw it more of as like a gimmick oh oh that's kind of cool because people used to do that way back in the day they'd put an intermission in but you know it's it is also nice to see that in even though we don't get the full intermission experience it's kind of mm. cool to see that that break there and there's also that anticipation of is it really going to be 20 minutes or are we going to get right back to the story um but so anyway these this group of uh friends kind of led by Manu they uh seek out uh Hardy played by Shahrukh yeah. Khan who was a, as i mentioned uh, you mentioned a soldier um from yeah. a long time ago that they had some kind of experience with back in 1995 and he's yeah. the only one who can help them uh get back to india And so mm-hmm. through this kind of complicated route and and series of adventures uh they end up trying to um well they they have a flashback and like most of the movie is told in flashback so when they mm-hmm. find Hardy uh that essentially leads to 30 years earlier most of the mm-hmm. film takes place in that stretch and they don't they don't really bounce from the present time to the past tense to the past yeah, tense correct. it is literally a bookend from 2023 yes. to 20 you know 1995 back to 2023 which i thought was interesting because that for me there's so much there's so many questions with this opening 15 20 minutes that take place in the present day i don't know yeah. who these characters are what they're doing what they want and i was excited to find out when they go back to 95 i'm like okay here's when we're going to fill in yes. all this information and i just know that it's going to circle back Uh, and have a nice little bow on top of it. Yep. I got very excited and I wasn't disappointed. Um so back in in 1995, we find yes. that uh, Manu is working at a like a cafe and she she quits yeah. her job. She's fed up with yeah. life in so, India. So, you know, just to, to London, kind of right? uh, add into that so like those cafes, these are uh, these, those are actually known as dhabas. So, uh, there's a specialty about these dhabas. So, these are mostly uh, there there are long haul truck Uh, truck routes, trucks, so like truck drivers, uh, who kind of stop at these dhabas, and you know the special thing about dhaba is that the food is always so much fresh that you know it's 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 like you can find the best food at the lowest cost at dhaba. So if you have the roti and the sabji, which is like the curry kind of the thing. uh like i i i can tell you like it will be the best food you will ever have and you know not have any you know other adverse reactions with your health and because it's always fresh as compared to what happens when you go to a mall or when you go to a, a food joint it's like it's it's pre cooked food most of it's pre cooked so we here they in the like the dhabas right now there are few dhabas who are doing millions of dollars in business and here they are so simple because people specifically come to the dhabas to have their food that is the popularity so uh, and dhabas are having another big thing like another thing which is known as khatiyas so those are like small beds which are you know which are you know which are made out of straw and wood so it's uh, uh, it, it's it's again a one it's kind of an uh, a very ancient form of uh, you know uh, craftsmanship which is uh, which is from uh, like which is uh, which is having a very large uh, uh, effect in indian history also So over there, you uh, so what used to happen is the, the, that these truck driver drivers used to stop at the dhabas, have their food, rest, and then um, just lie down at the khatiyas, and then 
leave because there are something known as highways like highways is what is there in the us and these dhabas are mostly near the highways where uh, that is why always fresh food is available and it's all it runs 24 by 7 well it's it's funny you mention that because we have that yeah. over here we call them truck stops yeah because they would have the long haul truckers i used back in actually 1995 I used to hang out at a truck stop that was right on the outskirts of my town and drink coffee and, you know, hang out with friends all night. The food was definitely not fresh, but uh, the, the, the characters were certainly very interesting that we would run yeah. into. And they had they had like showers and you yeah, know, a yeah, restaurant yeah. people can eat and kind of take a load off, you know, in between you know stops and their long journeys. So, yes. yeah, this it's funny because this place didn't. You mentioned it's pretty much the equivalent of a truck stop, but it didn't look like the truck stops I hung out with. It looked really kind of <laughs> yeah. cool and you know, like an open air out, like dining area outside. Um, yes, yes, yes. But, but like uh, no, these dhabas are very fresh. Like they make a kind of fry and the the like the rotis, and it's it's very fresh. You know, they like they, they because like the thing is that most of the Indian home cooked food is uh, served fresh. So uh, like uh, there is the chapati, which is the equivalent of the Indian bread. Which is what you know, uh, like our uh, parents or grandparents, they they do it right before you are going to have the dinner. So it's always hot and fresh. So that is that's again a cultural thing of India, you know, uh, which is where you know it's it's always it's 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 that's why it's known. You know, it's it's like the love of the cook who does this. By cook, I mean don't mean like cook cook, but like the mothers and the grandmothers and other people who are making the dish and the same labor of love is found in at dhaba's food which is why many, many people have that emotional connect too with you know eating dhaba food as compared to a five star restaurant or a uh, restaurant at a or a food joint kind of that thing because indians are very emotional we are we are very emotional and so that's it <laughs> well, but I mean, but that's that's great. I think honestly, I don't know much about like Indian trucker culture, but are they away yeah. from their families for <clears throat> long periods of time? Because I know over here they can be out on the road for like weeks. Yeah, sometime. yes, yes, okay. yes. The same thing is happening, and, and the, the the difference is that the most of the people are uh, doing it because of their it's it's very low paying job, and they're doing it out of you know because they don't have any options. So a, a trucker, a trucker's earnings in, at the US is way more than what it's over here. So it, they are, most of them are in fact not having even families or there's, there's somebody sick at home. So they have to send the money. So that's a, okay. The, this trucker's kind of thing is a very different issue, uh, which will be, you know, which is a different kind of a thing. But like I, I was telling about the Dhaba. So if you notice that it was known as Bobby the Dhaba, like that was the name of the dhaba in the film so over there if you see like uh, the like uh, again this is the context is that they were mostly punjabi villagers or tractor or tractor like farmers who had their tractors and everything so uh, th those are like village people or people who are coming from outside uh, uh, so like even for hardy he had that bobira dhaba's packet um, which that sadarji uh, uh, brought him to like from uh, from that uh, scene at the station who was trying to steal his laddus. So so like Dhaba is again one cultural thing for India too. So Dhaba is a place like Dhaba pe aao, Dhaba pe aao, that kind of that thing. Well, the the reason I bring it up and and real quick we'll get back to talking about the movie. Although this is this is fascinating too. Um, <laughs> the idea of a long haul trucker who might you know whether their circumstances whether they're you know financially secure or insecure having to do it versus like oh this is good money <clears throat> the idea of being away from home and finding a place all over say the country where you can get a home cooked meal yes. the kind of the comforts of you know you're not alone this is mm. we really care about you we want to treat you with fresh food i think that's that's very moving I, yes. I think that's something we could benefit from over here, honestly, because um, yes. runny eggs and cold sausage is not where it's at. But anyway, uh, Manu quits her job um, hmm. and her she and her friends, they they encounter Hardy. He is actually was seeking out who he didn't know yet was her brother, I believe. Yes, right? her brother. What, was also a soldier who saved his life um, and, you know, from a from a vicious wound. He came to repay the debt and kind of like return. What was it? it was a tape recorder? It was a tape recorder. Uh, yes. Right. Turns out, in the intervening months while uh, Hardy was recovering, the brother uh, died, and so, yeah. but he, you know, Manu and Hardy kind of take an interest in each other, at least as far as like using the expertise Hardy has to 
perhaps you know get her and her friends over to London. As you yes. mentioned, he's not so much into it, but they discover they can take this class uh, where yes. for ninety so days. No, they like, can... actually, you actually like uh, before that. It was the thing was that uh, when they went to that uh, fake at the beginning, they they there was this episode now like. Uh, uh said so that like uh, buggu had to marry uh catherine who was again a fraud so that is a actual thing you know the, oh right the, the, the cards uh, with the the the, yes. the she was um allegedly yes. an english um was an english junkie or yeah, something like yeah, that yeah an english junkie or something who would marry for money uh for the for sadaji it was like uh he will become a doctor and go on business visa. And Manu had to find a wrestling coach. That is why they call Shahrukh Khan in the entire movie Coach G, Coach G. That means yes. Mr. Coach, Mr. Coach. So uh, see again, there's so much that happens in all these movies that I completely forget a 20 minute <laughs> chunk of it that was also very entertaining. That's I don't want anyone to think that I forgot it because it was forgettable. Now that you're remembering, reminding me of it, the scene and we are talking spoilers here where each of the the people who are showing up to this wedding chapel they all discover yeah. that they have the same card for the same one because they've been scammed by this organization it's yeah. great and they all like all three of them kind of find that they are either falling victim victim to some kind of a scam or their hopes for getting you know getting these visas are dashed but they do end up going to this class where they can learn english in 90 days enough to yeah. go to the board and get their visa yes. now yeah. it is it's for like it's for the IELTS IELTS exam IELTS. So right. again, that's a that's a very common route which a lot of uh, Indian students take. So, like again, IELTS is a very international recognized examination for uh, admission to US colleges. So I know many of my friends who give IELTS uh, for getting admissions, but that's like a legal thing. For here, what they do do is that they uh, like which even happens in real. Uh, in other parts of the country, uh, especially for people who just want to go there, they don't want to do anything or work or have a plan. So for them, as this showed in the movie, they, there are fake college admissions. They just give their name and they do the IELTS exam and get the student visa. Over there, then they are they live there without visa. They just go to the country legally, but once their visa is over, they keep on staying over there. They don't right. again renew it and everything. So that's that's also another real thing which is uh, which happens. Um, kind of well the the instructor for the class um hmm. was it gitu um, yes he and he was our professor from three idiots yeah um, his name is Boman Nirani. Nirani. he's a very it, good actor yeah it was it was great to see him again i smiled when i saw he was the instructor <laughs> and then when i saw vicky kushal show up as in, the, yeah. in that in that role I'm like oh this is going to be great um but he you know, you get the feeling that this is kind of a scam organization because, as you know, uh, the one character points out, we're supposed to learn the English mm -hmm. language, which is very complicated in 90 days enough to fool this board to get our visas. This isn't going to work. Um, but this school has been in business for some time. Uh, and so people yeah. believe it enough to pay for the education that they get, so-called. But when when Gitu finds out, uh, yeah. you know, what's going on with the reason that um, Vicky Koshal's character wants to go back to London, uh, he he seems to have, like, I, I think it's actually when he finds out that he that he died, um, yeah. he's kind of broken up about it, maybe that he i don't feel like he thinks he's running a scam it feels almost like he believes that yes. this program should work he's not an evil character yes. he might just be naive and a bit too hopeful yeah no the thing is that he's not evil in the context that you know um, it's because he can understand that why most of the people over there want to go uh, want to go abroad like in this case they want to go to london or like um, in, in the lutputga song there were all different flags but like in all the other countries so he's just a kind of a sly person who was making money out of it but after that uh, when he actually got hit by vicky kosher he actually understood the need which is why he only arranged the donkey route so in fact he knew so many donkey operators even towards the end of the movie it was only uh, uh, Gitu's character, which uh, you know, got in touch with Omar, not Omar, sorry, Bakir, uh, Bakir, like the agent at Jeddah, who actually like the that that end last in uh, Dunky, which happened when they were returning to India. That is again a very interesting scene. I'm I'm waiting to talk about it, like Omar no Hamar. That <laughs> so it was a very genius. That's one word for it. Yeah, I mean that that whole. Um... 
first of all, I, th I love the idea of a movie talking about trying to immigrate to a country and then trying to immigrate back to your country of origin and the difficulties, you know, in kind of going both ways, especially kind of the, the cultural and the political shifts over the course of, of 30 years. Um, yeah. One of the things I, I thought was, was very interesting is we opened up you talking about how the immigration, you know, the illegal immigration, whatever you want to call it, discussion is very big in the news right now. So this feels very much ripped right from the headlines, a, a kind of movie to, it feels like uh, Hirani is trying to make a statement, but hmm. I'm not quite sure what that statement is. It's not a polemic. It's not where he's coming down hard. I think he's trying hmm. to look at a very complicated issue and present a hmm. lot of those complications. Because I think in America, a lot of what we get is, you know, our borders are being overrun. There's, you know, tens of thousands of people coming in every day. Right now, I'm living outside Chicago. There's all this mm. controversy because there are buses from the border towns of, mm. you know, the, the, the border states are busing people all across America and just dropping off, you know, immigrants in the streets. Yeah. And the people in these blue states, the sanctuary cities, as you might call them, or they're called themselves, are finally saying, you know, it was a great idea when it was just the southern border states. But now that they're having to, to process tens of thousands yes. of people a day, they're like, we, we're not so sure about this. What I loved about Dunkey is they look at immigration from a very human perspective. They do yep. present the idea that, yes, illegal immig immigration is fine. It's, you know, yes, diversity exactly. is great. But there has to be kind of a system in place. Yes. But also, when we've got these conditions from other countries that people are, are willing to flee, it's not that they're just coming here because, oh, they want, you know, freedom and benefits and stuff. Sometimes they are trying to yeah. escape, you know, terrible situations. And yes. whatever the reasons for leaving, the journey is crazy. It can take them all around the world through terrible conditions. There's a, a montage towards the very end of the film, which was very jarring to me because it's sort of wrapping everything up in a nice, happy little bow, even though what happens to Manu happens to Manu. Yes. It's a very lovely moment. But then we get the kind of the black and white. Yeah, like the real, the, real, of, the real photo montages, yes. And, and we see some of what these characters went through on their journey in not so much a comedic context, but certainly not as dark as it is presented in these real-world photos, like yeah. uh, being stuffed into compartments of cars, being stuffed into mattresses and, yes. and that kind of stuff to be smuggled in. We get a lot of that in this montage at the end. So it's the idea that whatever is going on, whatever you feel about the immigration issue, there needs to be a bigger conversation because it's not mm. as easy as, you know, people who are against it might feel. But also, on the other hand, if it is this terrible journey, what can we do to help the situation? What can we do yes. to improve the conditions in the countries that people are leaving to make it so that they either don't want to leave yes. or to make it so that they don't have to go through all this in order to you know, be processed into a different culture? It's it's a the kind of messaging in movies, we saw this with Jawan, I think, a very yeah. political yeah, movie, yeah, yeah, exactly. but also a movie that invites political discussion without hammering home something that's going to turn off half the audience. Yes. In fact, about that immigration issue, like from human point of view, they even they even mentioned that, that they were not against immigration or they were not against laws. They were like, they were just saying that, you know, at the end of the day, we are humans. Even like there's this line of Shah Rukh Khan that even we know that like from you know, birds like from um, birds from a certain country is coming to our country during the winter because uh, their homes are getting destroyed due to the extreme weather conditions but they, they don't uh, birds don't keep on asking other birds that why are you coming over here if they don't have any home so even though some of it is like okay like a lot of it is dramatic and everything like even the judges move by it again this is all in drama and film but at the Towards the uh, towards the end of that entire monologue, you know, the judge says that you know I don't uh, I, I'm not at all pleased in what I'm going to say, but you cannot state our country legally because paperwork is paperwork. And it's very also interesting to note that uh, the character of Hardy was written so beautifully because being an army man, he did not like he was even though he left his country and did so many illegal things like by by illegal taking illegal routes and everything. He was still truthful to his nation. He did not abuse his nation once. He did not say that, you know, I am having problem in my country, so I want to seek asylum. Nothing mm -hmm. of that sort. 
he was very truthful to it so it's a very interesting right from writing point of view to like how to write characters the that scene i think is probably the the strongest scene in the movie where they're all going up mm. against you know to to talk to the immigration judge yeah. and essentially if they just all say because they're interviewed mm. separately if they all say are you trying to escape you know persecution or hardship in your country mm. if they just say yes then they are granted asylum which is you know mm. part of the process to become to being able to stay in london mm. um and you know hardy says no and he kind of gives gives his reasons manu she says yes because she's so this is what she's fought so much to you know going through all of this stuff and yeah. she wants it more than anything and then later like a couple minutes later hardy is escorted out of the building because yeah. again he's going to be processed and shipped back home when yeah. he's in the car we see manu running dramatically down the steps yes. and i feel like as an audience member i know what is about to happen because we know that she's not just going to all of a sudden have a change of heart and say oh i i changed my mind we know that she's going to turn him down we know she's yeah. going to break his heart but he doesn't know that and shahrukh khan to your point of him as an actor that look on his face when you know he's expecting her to you know get in the car with him and go back to india but she's like no i just wanted to thank you for you know everything and i appreciate what you yeah. did and he's like oh so Yeah I'm so like he acts with his eyes. <laughs> he does he yeah. acts with his eyes it's perfect and I was just I was really sad for him in that moment. Yes. Yeah 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 you know Shahrukh Khan's eyes are something you know so there's this very legendary filmmaker who passed away in 2011 who is who was like who founded uh, Yashraj Films his name is uh, Yash Chopra he's he's a very he was a very big film director and he's the he's the father of Aditya Chopra who is uh who made fi- iconic films like ddlj like dilwale dulhaniya le jayenge then rabne bana di jodi and like and is a producer like he was a producer for patan and all these uh, tiger 3 and all these movies so it's a very big a very like a very legacy fam- bollywood family so he, yes chopra had told sharukh khan so sharukh khan in his interviews always kept on saying even those days that i want i have come here to be an action star but uh my, i got offered romantic roles and i become a became a romantic hero it was not my in my uh, plan at all that i want to become a romantic hero so uh, so so uh, it was yash chopra who actually told sharukh khan that sharukh uh, your eyes are something that cannot be just wasted on action so th- your eyes speak something very different uh yeah. so you cannot just waste it in action and then the entire like that that ddlj that lover boy phase started because before that shahrukh khan was doing negative roles and it was like a very toxic negative roles like in the films like dar bazigar anjam so over there like he was the first as i even i told this before so in in your episode also like he was the first at that time at uh, 1994 at that time uh, when uh, like the hero was always supposed to be the guy who you can look up to and everything he was the first person who was like who was playing the anti hero where mm. people were actually rooting for him so he there were he did scenes where he was actually hitting women and throwing them throwing uh, uh, his lovers who didn't agree to him off the building and oh so God. like so like the you, you should we should next react to bazigar because that's such an interesting movie so uh, over there there's this one scene for green spoiler but like which was like a shocker for indian cinema at that time because over there till there it was like okay boy and girl they're having their romantic story arc it's going and then there's some problem and then they together solve it in this film what happens is that once they reach a state of disagreement uh sharukh khan's character throws the girl off the building totally kills her so this is the kind of like a psychotic so he he was the actually person who bought that dark image and he always wanted to do that dark villainy kind of roles but it was yash chopra who said that you know your eyes can't be wasted on something uh, only an action it's it's you have to do this so well, that's that's how <laughs> That's kind of how I felt I think watching Jawan, you know, when <laughs> he starts off that movie and we think he's yes. playing a very different kind of, yes. you know, evil character. Exactly. And I yes. I was I was shocked at that. I'm like, "No, I don't want to watch him play a bad guy. Now I kind of want to watch him play a bad guy seeing, you know, to see his evolution." Yes. Um, but I mean, so we're coming up on on time here in a bit. So yes. I just want to to kind of state like this movie goes literally all over the world and goes through the entire gamut of emotions from comedy to you know deep dark drama we mentioned a desert scene 
uh, in which uh, there being the kind of the donkey situation there with a larger group, about two times as many people, which is only like six people, uh, and they're going through the desert of Iran. They get kind of stopped by, I guess, their their military and detained, mm. and it's a whole big problem. And some people try and escape, and it doesn't work out for them. Uh, although the scene that you mentioned that happens towards the very end of the movie where they're kind of, uh, you know, get tangled up in the immigration process yeah. to go back to India, the characters in that desert scene yeah. end up being the aliases that they use in order to get back home. Yes. That was such a, such a lovely tribute. I was smiling and I was also getting goosebumps because I'm like, yes. that's, that's not just, that's not just a callback, like some kind of an easy yeah. setup. That is a tribute to, you know, yeah. friends exactly. who weren't able to yes. make it. And it, it, like this is again, you know, this is a trademark. Uh, Raju Hirani, Avijat Joshi, uh, both of them are the writers. Uh, of uh, they've been working since like the first film. Like this is the second film of Raju Hirani together. So anyway, so it's it's like a trademark thing where like their scripts are so genius. And when that scene happened, that you know Omar, no Hamar, and you know like when we find that the agent was also involved, like Bakir was a, like was also involved, and it was happening. So it, it was like. It, I even had the same next. It was like a smile along my face, like, oh my God, wait a minute. Like, this has been planned so well that, you know, you could never expect that those three dead characters could be, you know, even if there's a callback or some sort of a flashback, but they could be used properly in a story so much, in a, in a so much detailed manner. Like you said for Vicky Kaushal, it was not just a special appearance. It was like something which set up the entire second half of the film and had the entire kind of the thing. So all this kind of the writing and, and the director himself is the editor. So, um, so again, you know, I, I have to mention this like towards because we are towards the end. If you see, there are a lot of flashback scenes in the movie, which are happening in a very different kind of a visual manner. So there is the there are many scenes where uh, there is old Shahrukh Khan and Tapsi Pannu, like uh, the name of the actor who plays Manu. Uh, so the, it's the old versions, and in front of them, uh, she can see uh, um, her past and everything. So this is again something which Red Chili VFX expertizes it. So. It's Shahrukh Khan's VFX company, and they only they have uh, they like they are only one or the two they are only one or two I think of the companies in India, which have the technology uh, to may pull that off. So they use a motion sensor kind of a camera technology to do the entire uh, graphics and everything. So there's a lot of interesting you know uh, you might think that this is a very simple movie, but the budget for this film is. Uh, it's it's hundred crores rupees. It's nearly hundred crores rupees. In fact, even more than that. So that's a very big budget for Indian films of this drama level kind of a thing. And then you ask the question that where did like where did the money uh, spend apart from the star fees or whatever it is? And it's because like uh, apart from London and all those uh, yeah, places like the abroad places, they were all shot on location. Uh, so again, another interesting anecdote because Shah Rukh Khan is the ambassador of Dubai, and he's having so much uh, fan in Dubai. He he was the first person. Who was actually able to close the Saudi Arabia airport and shoot over there? So the Jeddah, like the airport scene, where they actually are getting reunited. The airport was closed because Shahrukh Khan is going to shoot there. So Shahrukh Khan <laughs> is having a lot of popularity over there. He goes to promote it's his movie. At, yeah, he closes the entire airport because it's it's Shahrukh Khan. So because that's why he goes to Dubai before his movie release over there, and he just goes and waves his hand, and that's his promotion needed. So in Dubai, Burj Khalifa also they wish him happy birthday and play his trailers and everything. So that's like that. That's again Shahrukh Khan's power. You know, that's like Shahrukh Khan has the possibility of you know making anything happen. That's that's what he has achieved. And the rest, all the Indian scenes you saw, all of the all of those were either on sets or using digital avatars and everything. Well, I mean, it, but it doesn't. This is not a cheap-looking movie. I mean, I think exactly, back on it, exactly. and it, it, if you go into it thinking, "Oh, this is a comedy or a drama," mm -hmm. you know, centered mm -hmm. around immigration. How much can there be? They go all over the place, or it looks yes. like they go all over the place. Um, yes. The digital effects, and also, I don't know if these are practical effects, but at the end of the film, when they go back, mm -hmm. uh, they finally make it back home, mm -hmm. and uh, Hardy surprises Manu with what happened to um her family home because that was mm -hmm. one of the reasons she wanted to go to london was to make enough yeah. money to send f funds back so that her family could buy back the estate that they had lost uh yes. there's a beautiful uh recreation of big ben on top of yeah, her, yeah, yeah. her home yeah i don't know yes. was that was that di it didn't look like a digital effect it looked like they had mm. actually built that whole you know <laughs> square up uh, yeah. 
so so yeah so like what was that that was actually a water tanky because like it's actually a call back to all those water tanks so this is actually true you know in punjab in lot of the villages and in the like areas like lalto so people who actually go abroad because it's a, an achievement for them they build the water tank in that uh, like in that shape so like it's either a plane it's either a football so he had actually built uh, at her house a water tank for of big ben because you know big ben was having that special connection yeah. but uh, vfx wise i think i don't know like they had built the sets but in the final film we don't know they might have replaced it but yeah there was a lot of digital effects being used which even we don't as an audience don't know only the production people know so you know we, we really kind of don't know but uh, like uh, they they could have built it they could have built parts of it and then you know maybe replace it with a vfx Well I mean honestly it doesn't matter to me it's not until we talked about just now what you know visual effects and all that stuff that I even wondered in the moment I just yes. I believed that yeah he built this for her and it looked yeah, good enough exactly. to me Exactly um, exactly But yeah I I can't recommend this movie highly enough I think people need I I'm trying to much like we discussed earlier in the in the year Are there any bad Indian films that we can discuss? <laughs> I haven't found one yet, and now I'm wondering: Is there a, a Shah Rukh Khan film that is anything but great? Um, you know, maybe, but I haven't seen it yet. Uh, so, um, I do want to. You know, we are kind of coming up on on the hour here. So, I guess looking back on the the movies we've discussed this year, you know, different genres certainly um, coming out in different time periods. Uh, yeah, they're all. I think they're all bangers. Uh, in 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 my estimation i think three idiots is a highlight jawan is a highlight this one is that might all just be recency bias because yes. we've talked about those within like the last 6 months yeah. but um yeah. no i yeah they've all affected me in very different ways and they've all surprised me you know i'm yeah. i'm 46 years old i'm a film critic you get to a point where you feel like you've seen everything and there are no surprises anymore turns out i just have to stop watching these bad american movies and, and go abroad to be truly wowed and amazed again so i i definitely appreciate that yes. um so, uh, so out of the, the out of the movies should, that we've uh, i'm sorry we should also see a lot of other indian films and you know then we can get an even better idea of all the movies i've been talking about and so oh, yeah. the 2023 was all, all it was all good indian films so at least with the ones you talked about <laughs> no not not good great like great oh yeah great, great indian films there's some there's enough great about them that even the good movies are great by association <laughs> um but hey you mentioned 2024 um yeah. you know we've got some stuff uh, in the works so we can't quite talk about yet but i'm very excited yeah. to keep talking movies with you and and do other yeah. things um i just want to ask talking about 2023 in the movies we've discussed briefly are there any that you know because you've seen all of them that we've talked about you've recommended them and you've kind of been my guide through them are there any that you know have changed in your estimation or you found a new appreciation for maybe you hadn't revisited in a while that stick uh, out well uh, i revisited a lot of indian films which i uh, from 2009 10 Uh, which were not big hits back then so like uh, like do these films are basically you should watch these movies they're amazing films they're like rocket singh lag by chance uh, so you should watch these these two films these two films when i was a kid i did not uh, i didn't watch them at all because at that time it was just because i want to see action i want to see action i want to see action and these films did not get much theaters even they were like commercially they were either hits uh, like they recovered their cost or they were flops but critically they were appreciated very much and at that time there was no even social media or uh, you know social media something where you know people could just post about the picture, picture like over the, over the film or even there were no ott platform so uh, those like those were kind of the lost films so i kind of revisited those movies back again so like especially rocket singh and luck by chance and it was these movies are like 10 years back but they're so good like even if you watch them 20 years from now i, I hope that it will be the same because like rocket singh is about you know a guy who's starting up then uh, luck by chance is about the bollywood film industry how it works and you know how a person gets chance so these films you know we should like these are kind of the dark horses or the, the hidden gems of the indian film industry now they are very much talked about down here now they are very popular but This is almost ten years old. Uh, it, it was really same time as the three dates that that kind of that time frame, like that years, those two thousand eight to ten onwards. But uh, three dates, why three dates was a critical as well as a commercial uh, blockbuster. Uh, these films were critically very much acclaimed, but commercially they failed. So I def I definitely want to talk about those then because I'm as I may have mentioned I'm a sucker for movies 
about the movie industry. I think it's yeah. fascinating. So definitely luck by chance. And, you know, we're, we're going to fill out the entire slate of 2024 yes. uh, discussions because these conversations are not stopping. I know we had a couple of months break because my schedule has been completely crazy, yeah. but I look forward to these conversations, you know, with with great anticipation. So um, any Likewise. any final words on uh, on 2023 as we close out the year? Yes, you know, twenty twenty three. Like, uh, well, yeah, it was a it was a very good year for films, as I told in the beginning. And uh, like, I'm I'm hoping that you know, like this uh, standard of films which came out in this year, twenty twenty three, especially in the Indian box office, in the Indian uh, film industry, that continues its uh, run and saga at the at twenty twenty four and coming years. And you know, nobody can tell at the same time, you know, what will happen in the next year. You know, our entire shift to our our taste might change. But you know, I'm we, we, I'm I'm at least personally very optimistic for the theater because again, uh, I am a person who loves watching movies in theaters and I believe the theatrical experience. So I, I would definitely want more theatrical releases. And even we are we we are as we as Ian also said to other viewers, like you know, we are working on something so stay tuned for the announcement of it hopefully if all things work out properly so then you know this will be kind of having a, a, a bit of a revamp so let's see how it goes and what about you how, how are you looking forward to 2024 and about 2023 well 2023 i mean personally was a very strange year um but it's but movies have been kind of the constant you know certainly yes. with this series um i we had the the strikes the the you know actors and the writers and all that mm. stuff coming yeah. out of that that i think like a lot of people it's hard to really care i mean it's great that people are back to work and negotiating and stuff but during this kind of yeah. drought season people found stuff to do or to watch and you know it wasn't the world ending phenomenon i think a lot of people thought but for me it kind of made me appreciate there's this entire other world of movies and entertainment that i have no idea about so even if hollywood never comes back i'm still going to have yeah. you know <laughs> the amc showing indian films i'm going to have netflix which jawan is on netflix yeah. I discovered yes. I was recommending it to a friend. I'm like, you have to see this yeah. movie somehow. I went to Netflix. It was on there. I was like, yeah, oh it's my an God. extended cut. It's an extended yes. cut too. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but but that's definitely my. Yeah, future. but like it's, it's like only two minutes are extra. So like there's a, in the end there's a in the song, but like it, it's uh, it, it was it. actually released on Shah Rukh Khan's birthday. So his birthday is on second of November. So it was a kind of a uh, so like it was like it was a very funny thing. It was on Netflix. And it was so popular that it was even playing at the theaters at that time. So you could watch the extended cut on Netflix and you could watch the theatrical with the theater at the same time. Awesome. Um, but yeah, 2024, as you mentioned, there's some some big things afoot. Hopefully they'll all uh, come to fruition. And yeah, we'll be back here talking about movies uh, and, and yes. you again helping me out to discover these gems. So I want to <laughs> yeah. thank you sincerely for for sticking with this and and showing up you know every month or so uh, to, to have these discussions you've been been very kind and you're helping me learn a lot about things i didn't know so i really appreciate it man thank you uh, i also want to thank you, you know so much for like you know for giving me the opportunity to you know speak about the films films about which i adore and love and you know i, I love speaking about movies in general so thank you to you too and it, it all kind of by the way started due to our iit madras film society who are again like iit madras uh, film society is again inviting you also to be a judge at a new hackathon which the next committee is doing so we have we will be again seeing you over there very soon judging all the new films and uh, i think that you know if you could speak also a little bit about like for the winners uh, i think they'll be featured over here in this right oh yeah that you know things are still in the works we are in talks yes. but yeah that yeah. that's definitely something going to happen so so stay tuned speaking of iit madras um i'm just going to end the show on a bit of an announcement um, some people who follow the channel or related to the channel might know this already, but I was on Mike Crowley's You'll Probably Agree uh, podcast a couple weeks ago. We did our year end, you know, best movies of 2023 wrap up. And Joanne was my number one um, wow. of all the movies I've seen from 2023. And a little film called Breaking Barriers Whoa, uh, also really? made my list of the top films that I saw last year. So wow. I'll, have to, I'll have to post a link to that because this is news for you, even Joshua. Yes, um, yes, this is so, news for me. Well, wow, this is news for me. Yes. So wow. thank you uh, I, for 
making that movie for for sharing it with me and uh, and hopefully soon the world. I mean, I want to I want to boost this because it's still up on the IT Madras uh, YouTube channel, so yes, folks yes. can check it out. Um, but yeah, big things uh, coming in the years ahead. I'm I'm sure for you, wow. not only for the film society, but also for you as a filmmaker. And um, yeah, I again, I I can't thank you yeah. enough. Thank you, thank you again. You know, that was that was a very big surprise to me too. I will definitely, you know. Tell my other uh, my fellow filmmakers, uh, like fellow uh, uh, crew members and writers who worked and uh, editors, like who worked in the Breaking Barriers team. So I have to let them know because you know that that's definitely a, a very good surprise. You know, see that's that, that was genuine reaction for the people who are watching right now. I, I did not know about it. So. Uh, wow. I was that, I was hoping really I get to, to make that announcement uh, at some point on this yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on this stream. <laughs> yeah. Wow, wow, that, that that's a huge honor to Jawan and. That's great. Uh, you know, just do, do share a link to that and uh, then we can just, you know, kind of uh, just, you know, it's an honor again. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. And um, thanks for everybody out there who who tuned in or who are watching in the future. Um, yeah, this has been Spotlight India. The, the wrap up for 2023, 2024 is going to be even bigger and better, I dare say. So please fo uh, follow Shashwat. All of his uh, links will be down below. Um, check out the IIT uh, Madras uh, Film Society. Check out Breaking Barriers. I have links to all of this stuff so you can know what we're talking about uh, down in the <laughs> description below. And um, thank you, Shashwat. And until next time, uh, well, if you like this, this stream or this content, please like and subscribe and all that good business. And until next time, whenever that is, whatever that is, this has been Spotlight India Dunkey, which check it out if you're in the States you know, and there's an AMC or any film, you know, theater showing Indian films near you. It's been out for a couple of weeks, but I think it's still doing so strong that they're, they're keeping yeah, yeah, the showings up. The AMC I saw it at, they didn't have any show times projected after the first week, but two and a half weeks in, they're still having a whole bunch of show times. So go check it out if you can. It's a special film. So yes, I'm going to stop talking. We're going to end this. I appreciate and everybody. Happy New Year and happy New, happy New Year, everybody. Year. Yes. Thank you. And uh, take care.